Eclipse laughs and says, oh, buddy, you don't know the levels of hypocrisy that Aegis has been getting up to. So, I, look, I'm, I, we made a deal, but I am, I, I'm not part of whatever, whatever crusade you have going on. I gave you the information, you're helping me, and I appreciate that, but I don't, He'll look over at Max, and, and he'll kind of shrug, and he goes, Shit, Max, I'm sorry I got you into this. I just... I I, I knew that they were going to do the same bullshit to you they were doing to me. Um, I... You're... How can I help you? What can I do? What can I do to help you here? Uh, you see the suit kind of peels back and Max's head comes out and says, well, first of all, will someone get me a fucking milkshake? <laughs> yeah, on the list. Um, he kind of looks over to Clips. He says, do you have a milkshake villain? No, but I can put in a DoorDash. This episode not sponsored by DoorDash. <laughs> He says, good. Peanut butter for Max. Uh, I'll I'll do a strawberry. Freya, what do you want? Chocolate, please. <sighs> All right. So, milkshakes established. What else, Max? What, I, I... Well, gee, I don't know. I already told you I wanted a unbroken arm and leg. And Benchmark says, oh, we can, we can fix that right now. He goes into... Uh, another room and comes back in with a syringe and says this is a regeneration serum brought to us by the kind folks over at sync labs this one i've specifically requested and made sure this is from the same batch we've used it for a number of our uh, a number of our friends and allies this one has no properties that will turn you into any sort of animal they tried that once. It went bad for Dr. Sloth. I don't like my people being fucked with. And he comes over. May I? Yeah, sure, fine. And he kind of, like, goes to a tray, gets a little alcohol swab, rubs a spot on their arm, and injects it. And you can hear, ow! Ooh! Ah! Oh! Like, relax, it's not... Nothing is without a little pain, but that's just all the bones resetting and re rapidly healing. It's fine. And after a moment, Max is like, Huh. Alright. Whatever mad scientist shit this is, it seems to work, so... Fennel kind of chuckle, and he'll say, You know what? Your exoskeleton thing would have looked fucking cool if you were a dinosaur, too. Just saying. I can make it look like a dinosaur already, jackass. Well, I didn't know that, did I? Alright, so you have a working arm and a leg. I... I, we can't go back to Aegis, but I, I get the feeling you didn't really want to be there anyway. Like I said, when I'm, when we first teamed together, it was transactional. I didn't have anywhere else to go. They were giving me meals in a bed. I understood what the deal was. I think, um, Fen will look over at Freya and then kind of look over at Eclipse and, uh, just kind of shake his head and he'll say, well, I... You know I'm the sentimental one here, but, um, yeah, you're, I like you, kid, and, uh, I think that, I think that maybe these people, are have things you can do, and have things they can do for you, so if it's transactional you're looking for, maybe this is where you need to be. And I think, uh, Eclipse pipes up and says... Yeah, we, if that's all you're looking for, we can help you here, but here's, here's the deal. I'm not going to hold any of you to stay here. You don't have to. At least, I'm not going to hold you here until the milkshakes arrive, because I did just spend $30 to get milkshakes here that would have cost 15 otherwise. So, 
if I'm going to order you milkshakes, you're going to stay for them. Other than that, I'm not going to hold you here. Granted, I'm also not going to go back on my word if you decide you don't want to go through with further helping me, but you might want to, depending on this information that I've got from Aegis. I'm not going to help you kill somebody. Oh, I don't, I don't want you to help me kill them specifically. Like, that's going to be all mine. I'm going to say this. I killed someone when I was close to your age as when I was on my old team. It changes you. And as much as I don't regret it, I don't wish for anybody else to endure that. The decisions I made are mine. I'm not going to stop you if there comes a point where there's somebody that you feel you want dead and you want to go through with it. That's your choice to make. But I'm not going to force you to take part in anything that you don't want to do. Like, my, my beef is my beef. And when it comes time for blood to be on anyone's hands, I have no problem with it just being mine. This is my vendetta. Just so we're clear on that. That's... That's reasonable. I... I don't know where to go from here. I, I didn't get this far in, in the planning ahead. Things just sort of happened. And now here we are, and... I don't know what to do. I don't know what's next. That's fair. It's easy to feel lost in all this. It's easy to not know what to do. Right now, Aegis puts you in a position because they're on a quest for power. And from what you got me, it goes a lot deeper than you thought, kid. What do you mean? Uh, it turns out the guy that I want dead has kind of already sold everyone out. So right now, he's being kept in a secret location that they didn't even mark down in their files, which is smart. You only want so many people knowing, and the best way to keep people from finding out is to not write it down anywhere. Turns out that everything that's happened in the last week is all part of Aegis's plan. They want to build up good goodwill with the people of uh, Halcyon City with them. That attack on the obelisk in downtown, that was all put together from a team that Buzzness sought out. Uh, looks like I'm cutting off op any kind of uh, ongoing plans with Dr. Sloth because that Sabretooth guy and those uh, playing card suit people, those were, those were his, and he... Uh, he offered those up to Buzz Ness to be part of that plan. What about the team that Wing was having me try to recruit? How do they fit into all this? The whole recruitment drive that they're on right now? <laughs> oh, this is... So back when I was on that team, one of our members was a uh, alien shapeshifter from another planet. They have this whole empire or some shit. It's called the Zrell Ascendancy. One of the reasons I wanted to kill Buzz Ness was because he he sold out. They had a whole like hero registration program when I was your age, where we had to like give our information to the government to regulate us. Buzz Ness was a councilman back then, and he sold out all the information to the Zrell on all the people. It turns out, he never stopped that. He, Aegis, when he got arrested, basically has used, used that. He's kind of been Aegis's uh, representative in negotiations with the Zrell. Their whole plan here was that Aegis would turn over Earth in exchange for a seat on the, the Zrellian Council. The reason that they want the team isn't just specifically about that team. That team has a lot of power that they haven't realized yet. And it seems that part of their recruitment process is one half making sure that if the Zrell stab them on the back on the deal, 
that we still have people who can fight. And the other half is that if the Zrell hold up their bargain, we have people that can go off-world to aid them. This is all very much over my head. Aliens? Mass? I, I... What? How do you stop that? Here, here's the thing. You, they, the teen drive that they're on, they want to get them brainwashed into thinking that they're doing the right thing early. And the older you are and the more free thinking you are about it, the more you're going to resist. And turns out that's exactly it. If any of you wanted to join me, there's going to be a little field trip going on. There's a uh, what looks like a secret prison down in New Mexico, where heroes that haven't towed Aegis's line end up. Seems they've got some sort of power-inhibiting technology. And, uh, well, my thoughts are, if Aegis can stage a jailbreak, I think we should, too. You're saying they're keeping people... Like, What did these kids do? Oh, absolutely. 100% illegally, yeah. He looks back over at Freya, um, and he just says, I, I, this is a lot. This is, this is, I don't know, sis, what do you, you know what, just, just come on. And he grabs her hand and teleports to a convenient nearby roof <laughs> with yeah. her in tow. Uh, I think you just kind of poof right onto this roof. Yeah. And he he kind of paces a little bit and he says, I, what have I gotten us into? What, what is this? Fen, we can leave. You heard him, you heard them say it. If we're acting together, we don't have to worry about either of us fading away. And we can find other people to help us to not have to worry about fading away anymore. I'm done. I'm done sitting on the sidelines anyway. I'm going to help you. Good. I've missed you. I I just don't. I, I just don't know what to do now. Like we have a lead on our powers, but there's if these Aegis is going to be coming after us, they're not going to like that we stole this information and they're going to know it's me. They clearly knew it was me because they were coming to get you. We we're going to need some sort of protection because they're going to be after us. Um, and I don't like this idea, like kids being kept against their will. Like That just doesn't feel right. Do we help him? Do we, I mean, like, I don't want to help him in his quest to kill this Buzz Nest guy. Like, I don't like the idea of killing someone, but helping kids that are being held just because they don't want to follow along seems, I, I, if we have these abilities, what other reason are we put here for other than to help people? Well, one thing he did say made some sense in that... If there is a whole gang of people that have beef against Aegis, that I'm, I'd be more comfortable working with people who call themselves heroes than villains. And obviously, this guy calls himself a villain. Yeah. Yeah, he, he has this whole spiel about how villains and heroes are just names, and really it's just people, whether people want to go along or not go along. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, some of what he says makes sense, but some of it sounds insane. And and there's this this other group of heroes that that these kids that I I mean, obviously they got away. Aegis is still looking for them, but it sounds like Aegis has got something serious planned for them. I don't know if I need to try to find them, and and warn them. Or if we should just leave and try to find more about what we can do and who we are. And the demigod stuff was kind of freaky, wasn't it? 
if we didn't live in a world of heroes, I'd say it made a lot more sense, but... I mean, normal people can do extraordinary things, it seems, so... On the other hand, it's it makes sense if we were manifested from somewhere else here, since we don't have any other memories of anything else. It does, but it's still weird. Oh, it's incredibly weird. But regardless, I I can't help but think about this prison full of people that shouldn't be there. Whether he's a hero or villain or, or whatever, if we really can leave at any time, what if we help him with that and then make our decision? I was thinking the same thing. I We don't have to stay, but whatever we're going to do, we're doing it together. Deal. And if Max wants to come along, I, I'm willing to. Yeah, she seems fun. Yeah, she's she's a nightmare, but I like her. <laughs> All right, let's uh, see if those damn milkshakes have gotten here already. And he uh, grabs her and teleports her back down. Yeah, and I think you just kind of enter in on Max just saying. So you're a necromancer, huh? You. You bring things back from the dead? Yes, when you put it down to its basis essentials like that, yes. That is one part of the things that I can do. Oh, why don't you read my aura? Well, all right. You have very strong control over your aura. It seems like it's giving me the finger. <laughs> and she laughs and says, oh, you are good. Oh, that was a good timing. Uh, has DoorDash gotten here yet? Like, what's the deal? It's been like... 45 minutes. Yeah, they just got here. My mom went to go and answer the door. Okay. Um, so, Freya and I have talked, and um, we haven't made a decision whether we're, we're going to join you on whatever vil villain hero nonsense you've got on, but saving kids that, that are put in a prison against their will, that's something we can help with. Um, Max, if you want to come along, uh, we could use you. Well, I ain't got anything else better to do. Alright then. So, prison break, and then we'll make our decision. Fair? Absolutely fair. As I said, if you need safe haven, or if you do decide you want to continue, or if you say no, change your mind. I'm available, and here, I will give you contact, and goes ahead and, you know, shares his way to contact with you. It's like, obviously not, like, real names or anything in there. Yeah. And, um, I think Fenris will look around here. Actually, there is one thing that I really need to do, and he'll, um, sort of manifest his suit that had that, you know, that has the Aegis symbols on it, and he'll kind of look down at it and grimace, and then, like, he'll just do almost like a full body shrug, and the costume will change to where the lines are a little less like defined. They're a little more like um, like it, like creep. The shadows kind of like creeping out the black around the white, mm. and all of the ages symbols will just sort of like melt off. And he'll go, okay, that's that's better. Looks good on you, kid. <sighs> all right. So what's all the details about this place in New Mexico? What's going on? And he starts to explain that it's a. Uh, high security prison. Uh, there are regular like watch shifts. There's a lot of guards available, but they are holding some very powerful people in there. He's looking at the list of names, and he's like, a few of these people I recognize from years of doing this, and they won't necessarily be happy to see me, but uh, they will be happy to get out and you know, he goes on to say like you know a lot of them once their like power inhibitors are off some of them it may take a little while for them to get the hang of their powers again you know others it may be more instantaneous uh, some people in there don't actually have powers so clearly Aegis has this place locked down like, if it's high security, I mean, like, I can teleport in, but I'm not necessarily great with technology. 
you're lucky I got you that information. Flashback to picking at the computer. <laughs> the, the technology part won't be a problem because our goal is to get into the central control station. And once we can get in and release that, the uh, inhibitors will automatically release. So it's not like we're going to have to go through and you know, unlock each individual person. From what it looks like, though, we will have to likely fight to get in because it seems like it's been pretty well warded against teleporting directly into it. Makes sense. So we we fight to get in, and then how long do we have once we like once we start fighting? How long do we have before they send reinforcements? It seems that there is a two to one ratio of guards to prisoners. I think it's going to be a matter of speed, regardless, because a lot of those guards seem to live at the location, and then. So it'll be a matter of getting in, trying not to sound any alarms once we're in there. And then once we do, just getting however long it would take them to get ready and get from their bunks to whatever location we're at. Okay. As I said, I'm not going to force any of you to do anything that you're not ready, not prepared, don't want to do. I will say, in this instance, it may be more efficient to eliminate the guards. Finish shaking his head. But knocking out should be fine. Remember, these people are guarding people whose only crime was not wanting to be on the side of Aegis. I get that. It's a line I'm not willing to cross. Doesn't feel right. I might only be three years old, but it's just not a line I'm willing to cross. I know that much. That's fine. As I said, I'm not going to tell you to do something or force you to do something that you're not okay with doing. I do hope you won't hold it against me if I'm not pulling my punches. Well, I have an idea if you can get if you can get people enough people to one spot. I have an idea. I'm all ears. Well, our mine and Freya's powers are working in tandem now, right? We've never been able to use our powers together. So what happens when we use them at the same time? I think we can probably do a good bit of damage, just the two of us. At the very least, we can completely disorient if she comes in with a massive light bomb and then I come in with darkness right over top of it they aren't going to be able to see anything. Which means we'd have full access to take on, take down as many as we need to in the time it takes them to get their eyesight back, which could be minutes. Freya looks at you, impressed, and obviously uh, Eclipse's suit kind of covers their faces like, not bad, kid, not bad. I'm, I like the way you think. I like where your head's at. And then uh, he looks over at Max, and he says, and, and Max has already proven to be a wrecking ball, so if we run in there and drop that, and Max comes in behind us and cleans up, like, I think we'll be, I think we'll be pretty good. Max is, uh, Max impressed the hell out of me the last time we were in a fight. Look, I'm just excited to be able to punch shit again. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so I guess just get us to New Mexico and let's make this work. Let's make this happen. All right. Well, do you want to rest for the night and then get a start in the morning? Or either way, finish your milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. And um, Fen will, Fen will sip his milkshake and then look at uh, Eclipse and say, how are you going to drink yours? Oh, I didn't order one. I'm more of a cheese fries kind of guy. Weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say let's let's rest for the night and then try to get... It's been a weird, weird fucking day. Yeah, and so I think the next panel, uh, you see Eclipse's mom is there again. She's got on this, like, flowing, like, gray outfit. Just kind of looks around and is like, 
Well, is everyone uh, ready to go? You know, since we're family, I guess, uh, now, what what even is your name? I don't think we've actually been introduced. Oh, my name is Elizabeth. Uh, you can refer to me as Elizabeth or Lady Midnight. Well, it's good to meet you. I'm Fenrir, this is Freya, and that's Max. Lovely to meet you all. My son is very fond of y'all. Mom, if we could get going? Yes, yes, all right. Uh, doesn't matter what age you are, you can always still embarrass your children. <laughs> she swoops her hands around and creates a magical darkness. And the next sensation you feel as you're arriving is just an intense heat as uh, you all are kind of like stationed at a hilltop just on the other side. You can kind of see the the chain link fence and the like guard towers and it looks like the outside of a maximum security prison. Not as ornate as the obelisk. Just seems like a normal prison in any hot setting. Big chain link fences with barbed wire, a couple of sets of them leading in before actually getting to the prison yard proper. Uh, you see a few of the prisoners are already out and you know, going through whatever they're doing in the yard, like either lifting weights or you know playing basketball, just something to pass the time. What uh, time of day is it? Uh, it looks early morning. Uh, you left probably about... 8 o'clock or so. It seems to be about like 9 o'clock here. Okay. Um, he will uh, he will give Lady Midnight a thumbs up and says, you're going to have to tell me how to teleport that far. Because that's impressive. I've made it halfway across the city. That's about it. My dear, when you get to be my age and have as much experience with these powers... You'll be surprised at the things you can do. And it takes quite a bit of energy to use darkness and shadow to teleport into empty, complete daylight. So I'd be, I'd be more than happy to, to train you if you do decide you want to go that route. Appreciate it. Um, and, and he'll kind of look like at Eclipse. What, how... We need to try to, for this plan to work, we need to get as many of the guards in one spot as we can. So, uh, what kind of distraction are we going to use to to have that happen? Well, there's going to be far more guards inside than outside. So, mm -hmm. first things first, we need to get inside. This is more kind of surveying the scene and getting a actual look at what we're up against. This is a pretty big big prison and, oh look over there and off in the distance uh, you can see kind of dust rumbling as you know as the cloud of dust kind of clears around it and it gets closer you can see it's a bus coming in so that must be uh, new inmates coming in what's the chances we could hijack that bus uh, go ahead and give me an assess the situation uh, oh, that right. is plus superior. I am guilty, so I have a minus two there. Superior zero, so I have a minus two on the roll. I rolled a three. <laughs> All right. So you I will mark potential. <laughs> you, yep, you haven't been spotted yet. There's nothing really showing anything. And I think Freya is the one who pops up and says... No, that's not going to that's not going to work, Fen. There's going to be likely they've already got power inhibitors on them and if we show up on that bus with them, that's just going to cause a lot of people in our way. We might get control of the bus, but somebody's going to get off a radio signal that something's gone wrong. Well, maybe we can follow it in, use its uh use it getting into the facility to sneak in as well. They're likely going to draw some of the guards to specifically being in the entryway. If we can get in behind there and he starts unfolding a piece of paper. I pulled the blueprints off from that and it looks like the entryway 
for processing that's going to have the m most people at it. We might be able to pop into the cafeteria. There's not going to be as many people there. They're likely done with their breakfast shift. Staff is going to be getting ready for lunch. I think the cafeteria is going to be the best bet that we can get in and be unnoticed. Fennel, look at the um, look at the blueprints and then look at the facility. Does there are we on a side where you can see into the the cafeteria? Are there windows, anything like that? Yeah, I think looking at it, you can see that there's a lot more offices around the outer ring of the prison. It's kind of set up like in rings. The cafeteria does have a window that's looking out onto the yard and an exit that leads to it. There's not really much else in the way of windows, like just a singular one on this side that you can see. And it looks like the control station that you want to get to is going to be like similar area, but much smaller and on the opposite corner from this. So cafeteria is in like bottom right corner and from where you're looking at and the control room is at like top left. All right. Um, he'll, yeah, he'll kind of look back to that. He'll look over at Lady Midnight. He says, um, it'll, it'll cost me a bit, but I can get us in there if you will can create some sort of darkness for us to travel through. Absolutely. You kind of see her like wave her hand and there's a bit of, you know, shadow that comes across almost like a cloud blocking the sky in a, you know, cloudless scene. Mm -hmm. And then Finn is going to wait for everybody to move in, everybody, all the, the guards to sort of be in position, and then try, he's going to grab a hold of everybody and teleport in. Try to. All right, go ahead and unleash your powers. All right, and that is Freaks, that's minus one currently. And that is... Is that a six? That is a six. So that is 12 minus one is 11. All I'm right. rolling hot. Yeah, you pop in, no problems. And I think you notice, like, the architecture. You imagine that there's a couple guards stationed near the entrance and exit, like, the entrance of the yard on either side. But you manage to pop you around in a... Because you know, like, the layout of the room and you have that bead on the inside... You manage to pop you around a corner where they're not going to see you. And mm -hmm. just so happens that there's no guards on this side either. You are in. And he'll look over at Eclipse and he says, All right, I've done the hard part. What's next? Well, we're going to have to go through the cell block to get to the control panel. More than likely, once we get into the cell block, cause a distraction and then... Hit him with your one-two punch. Sounds good. Max, you ready? Ready and willing. <sighs> he'll uh, he'll grin over at Freya and uh, say, let's get to it then. And let's get to the cell block and start moving in that direction. Yeah. And you start heading that way. Go ahead and give me an assess the situation roll. All right. I am at minus two again on that. So, uh, But that is a six, so we'll take it. I think what's going to happen here is that uh, Freya is going to use a team to bump that up to a seven. Mm -hmm. There's one point where you're just getting ready to round a corner. She grabs you and pulls you back. And there are a couple guards that pass by. And they're just conversation having, not really saying anything of note. Just like talking about like, oh, what are you going to do with your leave time? And just no, normal chatter between people. And so you can ask uh, one from the list, what here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? Um, I think the question I want to ask is, what can I use best to create a distraction? Well, I think the best way to cause a distraction is right on the wall next to you. There is a fire alarm. <laughs> and I think Finn looks over at um, Max and grins and he goes, 
I've watched TV. I've always wanted to do this. And reaches up and pulls the, the alarm down. Yeah. And I think an alarm starts going off and water starts pouring down from the uh, suppression system in the ceiling. And the guards are like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Somebody, one of the inmates must be fucking around again. Come on, let's, let's go check it out. And you hear a little buzz come from it. And it's like, uh, from their communicators. It's like, it looks like it was the alarm just outside of cell block A. All right, be ready, guys. Yeah, and you hear, uh, you know, a bunch of, like, footsteps coming over towards the towards that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fen's going to look at um, look at Freya and say, all right, you hit him with a light blast. Everybody else, shield your eyes because it's going to get real fucking bright. And then I'll come in with darkness. And Max, that's you're up. Clean him out. All right. And you see Max kind of fully, like, transforms in their suit. And you notice, like, some, like, greenish tint over their eyes, almost like it's a, uh, like, night vision kind of going in. And go ahead and unleash your powers. Uh, that is an eight. All right. Uh, mark a condition, or I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Um, I'm gonna mark insecure. I think, and I think there's a moment where this is the first time Finn's like really enacted a plan, and he's not sure exactly how this is gonna go, and he's also like everybody's kind of turned to him for a moment. So he's like, Oh crap. I have to do like, like people depend on me. Shit, shit, shit. This better work. <laughs> yeah. And I think as you're thinking that you hear the footsteps and your sister just like look at the guards and they're like, what the, she's like, hello boys. And just all of a sudden you can, even though your eyes are closed and you've got your hand over your eyes to protect them, you, know, you can still see just the brightness coming through. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? I can't see. Yeah. And then immediately following that, this wave of shadows just kind of rolls up from around Fenrir and closes over them. And uh, he's like, all right, now go. Yeah. And you hear the sounds of multiple limbs connecting to body parts and the oofs and owls and all of the onomatopoeias that are used throughout comic books of you know, right. the sounds of fighting. You just hear body after body, like, dropping to the floor. Yeah. Come on, let's go. And you know from the map that it's basically a straight shot across from where the entrance of this cell block is uh, over to, the, like, the control room. Okay. Yeah, and he's going to, um, he's just going to grab them and then try to tell well try to teleport but then probably halfway through remember that they blocked teleportation into he just didn't think about did they block it while it's in the building mm. <laughs> like you can all kind of hear like the sounds of like the inmates in the cages like hey what's going on i can't see what's going on and someone's yelling jailbreak somebody's trying to jailbreak you can hear over the like the communicators of the guards who have been hit and the ones that are like still near cells but uh, just kind of like still dazed and not able to see anything commencing lockdown procedure on control room and you just hear Max say the fuck they are and <laughs> like you can see like that there's like a control panel and like some steel doors are starting to close and Max gets like all of the limbs in there and is just trying to hold it back it's like can someone come deal with this real quick? Yeah. Um, Fen will look over at Eclipse and say, that's your... Uh, control things are your thing. I, I don't know computers except to blow them up. Shield your eyes. <laughs> and, yeah, he'll turn his head. And, like, as you all get up to the door, like, uh, you know, Max is still there holding, holding the steel doors from closing. It's like, you might want to turn off your night vision for this. And on, like, the door handle, he grabs it, and his hands just start glowing with, like, this huge brightness, and just the door kind of starts shaking, and the handle just blows off. All right, I'm going to hop in there. You guys are going to need to hold off the guards while I'm trying to 
unlock all of these. Gotcha. And Fen will bring out his uh, blades and look over to Freya. And uh, he's clearly just having fun at this point, I think. And he just gives her a big grin and say, all right, sis, let's try this out. Yeah, and you see that she's not really smiling, not really looking at you at this moment, but gives like a nod and is already manifesting her bow. And once uh, once Eclipse is in, Max lets go and the steel door slams shut. All right, it's on him now. It's basically all of you versus a bunch of these guards who are now kind of starting to get their vision back. And you see a few of them are starting to charge towards you all at the door. What do you do? Um, I think Fen is going to attempt to engage them ahead of time, knowing that um, knowing that Freya is going to need range. He is going to basically move, try to move in and engage as many of them as he as he can, as almost as much a distraction as it is, um, or just you know just keeping them occupied as it is actually trying to do anything to them. Yeah, go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat and take a plus one ongoing since you've got uh, Freya at a distance, you know, kind of essentially giving you cover. Okay. Um, that is a seven. All right. Uh, you can resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. So I'm going to just tell you straight up how this battle is going to work. Okay. Uh, the way this is working, uh, all of these guards have their own number of hits that they can take. And it's... A decent number, because every success that you get is one notch on that hit. The result of this is going to be Eclipse being able to get in, take care of whatever threat is within the control room, and unlock all the cells, turn off the uh, power inhibitors, and obviously open the door back up for him. Okay. With create an opportunity for your allies, you can use that. And that will count as another mark towards uh, getting the door open. All right. I think that's what we'll do then. All right. Yeah. So that is two on the track. And you knock into these guards with your shadow blades. And as you're you know, in there close hitting them, they're hitting you with their stun batons as well. And it does not feel pleasant, which these... Normal stun batons would probably take out just an average person from a hit. You're a mm -hmm. little bit more than that. So uh, go ahead and give me a powerful blow roll. All right. This is plus three because of my conditions. Um, that's only a five. Nice. All right. Tell Double me how ones. you stand strong and mark potential. Okay. I think what... Um, I think what I'm doing is when they come in, um, each time they hit with a stun gun, I'm using the shadows to kind of move around them. So like they're swinging in and they're hitting um, and like where they think they have a solid hit, they actually don't a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. I'm still taking a couple blows here and there, but the majority of theirs is, is really just getting like caught up in their own, uh, in their own like all trying to converge on me at once, and suddenly I'm just not there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a couple of them that are coming in close, you see a couple of, like, light arrows hit them and knock them off their feet. Uh, you can kind of see in this further back, as some are running towards you, shadows appear beneath them, and they drop from, like, the third floor up in this uh, cell block. And you can kind of look over and see Lady Midnight laughing. It's like... Oh, I haven't had this much fun in years. <laughs> but yeah, there's still a gaggle of these guards around you. Um, okay. They're still trying to come in and hit you. A lot of the inmates are now seeing, and they're cheering you all on. All right. And um, Eclipse is looking. He's still trying to get... Um... Yeah, it's still working. 
Yeah, I think he. I think he's going to look at um, back at Freya and say, um, "I have an idea. Just uh, aim where I go, and uh, we're going to try to do some a kind of a concentrated version of um, what we were doing, which was like a, a just a like a blast of, of light and then a shock of darkness to kind of throw people off. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in small concentrated areas instead of like a big area. So effectively he's like using his powers to make like shadows kind of wrap around someone and mm-hmm. then have her drop an arrow in and explode light. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and unleash your powers for this. I will okay. let you know that, um, I will, I'm kind of going to work this as a non-damaging directly in, mm-hmm. engage. Uh, so basically on a 7 to 9, uh, you can choose to mark a condition and, and add 2 to the track. Otherwise, this move on a success will, on a success will just deal 1. So, okay. But 10 plus, you get the 2. Um, that is only a two, unfortunately. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I think this is just, you know, with not having really done anything together, you were kind of feeling overconfident on, you know, the ability of you and Freya working together like this. You don't necessarily have the finesse. I think that uh, there's a few guards in the area because a blast does go off that are blinded. But just the way your plan kind of went, you don't quite have that tactical precision yet on this. So yeah. You still get some guards that are blinded, and you can definitely use that to your advantage on those. As far as, like, doing anything that's really slowing down the majority of them uh, isn't really working too well. Right. Yeah, I think right now, as you poof out of this last one, you see there's about six or seven guards that are around Max and Max's... Starting to get overwhelmed, but still laying in some pretty decent hits. Uh, Lady Midnight is trying to pick off people as well, but you see a couple people come from behind and, you know, hit her as she's kind of like laughing, dropping people from three floors up. All right. Um, I think Fenrir is going to um, try to move in and defend Max. All righty. Go ahead and roll plus savior. That is a nine. Awesome. All right. So on a seven to nine, it costs you expose yourself to danger or, es- or escalate the situation. Ooh. Um, I think Fen is going to expose himself to danger. All right. Well, I will let you know. Um, so on a hit, you can choose one of these, add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect or clear a condition. Hmm. I do like clearing a condition because I have three. All right. Well, that's very good because I think, you know, I'm going to have you take a powerful blow from this. So clearing right. condition is a great call there. I think we're going to clear insecure. Yes. I think he's feeling more and more confident, uh, especially as he's fighting with his sister for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. And then I got to take a powerful blow, huh? Yep. Plus two. Come on, be good. Oh, that's five, three. Oh, God, that's a ten. <laughs> All right. Well, you can remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. Lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Oh, we're going to lose control of our powers. All righty. And tell me what that looks like. Um, I think that there is always this, like, urge of Fen's powers to go more, to go harder, to do more damage. Mm -hmm. And he's always like trying to like fight it. He's trying not to hurt people really. He's trying not to like give in to to, like there's almost like a deep anger that sits inside of his power. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what happens is like he runs in tries to stop somebody from from getting to Max takes a couple blows, um, realizes that it's not going to help as well as he wanted, and the shadows just start boiling out 
of him. Like they become where they were they they were normally like just shadows. These are actually starting to form like almost like tendrils, and they're sort of like um, they're vaguely like wolf shaped as they start like coming out and just going after anyone within range. Um, just snapping at everybody and anybody who gets close enough. Um, and, and Finn is just sort of in the middle of it on his knees. Um, just eyes completely blacked over and, and just kind of lost in it. How far is Fen willing to go with these tendrils? <sighs> well, showing mercy is a, um, is a doom track trigger. Um... I don't think, I think Fen is, I think Fen is willing to stop them. I think he realizes if he doesn't stop them all now, it'll just keep coming. It'll just keep overwhelming and everything will be for, for nothing. So I think he is going to go, if not to killing really, really close. Without intervention from anyone else, he will probably kill someone i think what happens here is you feel that constant optimism that belief that things will always work out that ability to trust people at their word slipping away you stop feeling the pain of these stun batons and you stop feeling this inherent joy that Fen has that is constantly getting stepped on and smashed between being taken advantage of by Aegis, by being subjected to those absolute chuckle fucks that you helped get away from Aegis. You feel all of that starts slipping and you feel it almost feels like you're being choked from it. And everything is shutting out. And then there's a light that pierces through that. And you hear the voice of Freya shouting, Fen! Fen! Fen, stop! Fen! Fen! And you open your eyes to see what's going on around you. And these tendrils have gone out far further than you thought they did. Like, you were thinking that you were just protecting Max. But as you look out, you see all of these tendrils extending from your body, and every guard in this room is being held about three feet off of the ground, these tendrils wrapped around their necks, getting tighter and tighter. A look you haven't seen from your sister in a long time. Just genuine fear. And she's just saying, then I can, I can feel, feel your, hope. your hope. You need, you to, need stop. to stop. He he looks at her and he says, "Why? Why? 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 Every, time, every time, every time, we just keep taking advantage of. Why? Why should I stop now? Because you care. You care. You don't have to you make the choice. This, this choice. And I think he looks over at Max, who is closer to him, and says." Stop, Stop me, me. Now. I think she's going to just try and straight up punch you. She does not know what to do. Yeah, he's not relenting. He's just, he's not, he's relenting. He's not trying to stop her. He's just taking it. Like, just, I don't think in this moment he can stop himself, but he knows that she can hit him hard enough to knock him down. Yeah, um, I think it's up to you in this moment. Does she hit you hard enough to stop you? I think she, I think she can. I know I, Max is, Max has done some serious damage. She's laying into you with like all six fists yeah. in this case. Yeah. And I think that that should be good enough to, to at least knock, like knock some sense back into him and he'll hit the ground. All the tendrils will pull back in and he will just kind of lay there. And coinciding with the sound of all of those bodies of the guards hitting the ground is the rush back in to you of that innate hope and care about people that just was so easily slipping away. And uh, 
he will look up at, at Max and go, has he got these fucking doors open yet? <laughs> Almost on cue in that comic book style. You see all of these cell doors open and the clatter of hundreds of devices dropping to the ground. Fen will kind of get up on one knee, look at all the prisoners and say, if you want out of here, you're going to have to fight for it. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of people that start, you know, running up. The more guards start pouring into the room, but you see a whole bunch of people. One guy, you know, was just normal bodied. His, he just, as these guards come in, his whole body alights human torch style. And he starts going in to fight his way through. There's a guy who just like starts growing in size, like the uh, giant man version of Ant-Man. And just like starts picking up guards like three and four at a time and just, you know, starts shoving them into cells and slamming the doors. And he'll look over at Lady Midnight and he says, if anybody can't fight, get them out of here. Yeah. And you see there's a couple people who come up to you, Fen. The one, like, just kind of, like, puts his hand on his shoulder and you can just kind of feel this, like, radiating positive energy as your body kind of just starts filling, like, all the wounds that you've been taking, like, just kind of start healing. And... Uh, mechanically, you can clear a condition from this. Okay, we're going to clear angry. I think I feel pretty guilty about this. I think this is new guilt to add on. <laughs> <laughs> and he just says, are you okay, kid? That, that was that was something. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'll be so much better once we're once we're out of here. Well, I'm I'm glad somebody's finally come up. Listen. Name's Frank Potts. That's Deacon Duvall over there. Hey, how, how you doing? <laughs> He'll say, I'm Fenrir. This is Max Freya. And uh, Eclipson is up there in the control room. We we need to get everybody out of here. You see Deacon's head whip up. Eclipse is here? Yes. What the fuck? Just, he, he'll, he'll grab the guy. Uh, uh, he'll grab the guy on the arm. He'll say, listen, I know... I know who he is, I know what he is, but right now he's helping us get out. Let's just focus on that. Deal with whatever hero villain bullshit we gotta deal with later. Listen, do you do you know my niece? Is is Falcon Girl okay? Uh last time I saw her, she was getting away from Aegis. She's they haven't caught her. Yeah, so I don't know where they are. That was on my plans to find out what's happened to them. Good. And Deacon looks over to Frank and says, hopefully your kids are with them too. Well, listen, backstory shit can wait. We got to figure out our way out of here. I got to get some kind of order to this. If the control room's done and we can teleport, I can I can try to start teleporting people out. And you see Lady Midnight comes over and like, Yes, I'll do. I'll do what I can as well. We got to get everyone to a central location to get them out of here. All right, um, cafeteria is the best spot. I mean, it's where we came in. Let's let's go. Yeah, you hear uh, Frank yell, "Make your way to the cafeteria if you can." At that point, the door opens and uh, Eclipse walks out. Uh, he comes over to you. And is like, "Well, that was that definitely something." Um, I. I don't want to talk about it at the moment. Let's just get out of here. And he'll look over to Freya and he'll say, can you, can you help me get these people out of here and keep me from doing that again? I'll, I'll do what I can. And she shoots off a couple arrows at random guards. It's like, you all heard the man. Get to the cafeteria. Uh, as you're making your way there, it's pretty easy from this point. Um... There's not really, you know, much of a struggle because all of these superpowered individuals, uh, beaten you know, face. Just, yeah, they're overwhelming, and I think you're able to get to the cafeteria, get through it without any problems, and uh, as you're like heading out, you can see the bus that was pulling up. It's on its side now, and. 
all of the people that were being brought in look very confused and trying to figure out what to do now that there's a litter of guards knocked out on the ground. Let's just leave, people. Let's get to the cafeteria and let's get out of here. Tell, follow, follow that lady's instructions and he'll point to Lady Midnight. Everyone, everyone gather around. Uh, this is going to be a lot of energy. Uh, Fenrir, darling, if you could give a little hand with this, this is going to... I think it's going to take both of us. There's... Yeah, yeah, I got you. What do you need me to do? Hold on to my hand. Mm-hmm. Just focus on the facility we were at. And go ahead and roll to unleash your powers and add a uh, plus one to this roll. Well, that is another 10. I'll take it. All right, yeah. Uh, with both of you focusing on that, everyone kind of disappears from this place and reappears in the uh, large sub-basement of the facility that's been specifically cleared out for this purpose. I think at this point, Finn is probably pretty flippin' exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I think your sister just runs over to you as soon as you all reappear and is just kind of like helping to hold you up. Yeah. And he'll he'll grin over at her and he'll go, we we did it. I know it was scary there and we'll deal with that when we deal with that, but we did it. Yeah. That was... That was wild. And kind of fun, right? Until it got scary. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely that. Definitely that, bro. Uh, uh, I think um, I think I'm ready for a nap. I don't blame you. And I think at that moment, like, after you've all, like, reappeared and had that moment, you see Deacon kind of pushing his way and just grabs Eclipse by the throat and he's like, the fuck happened with my niece? And that's where we will end that session. Awesome. Ah, that was so much fun. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Oh my gosh. All right. Ah, time for end of session stuff. Yeah, Fen marked all his potentials. Yeah. So how far along is Fen now on your uh, Doom track? Uh, I got one left until I get um, a Doom sign. Ooh. It's close. It's very close. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that your doom sign or your doom comes for you? No, that's the... I have two doom signs currently, so that would be my third doom sign. And once the track is up again. Um, so I have... Um, I have dark visions, which I need to use, and I've got portal, which we haven't needed yet because I haven't been in a lot of group scenes, so I'm waiting for that to come into play. Yeah, definitely. Um but yeah, I'm almost at my third Doom sign, and I've just unlocked potential for the first time. So, um. Well, uh, for this purpose, we don't have to use Aegis, but we can use the uh, this new found family for your purposes of your team. Uh, do you feel like you've grown closer, grown into your own image, or grown away from your team? Um... I feel like Finn has got a tie up. I think he's grown closer, but I also think to to the team. But I also think he's grown in the image of himself. Um, I'm actually gonna go self. Yeah, absolutely. And you may move one label up and one label down. And uh, if you wouldn't mind giving your reasoning for our lovely listeners. Um. So, yeah, Fen has, like, spent his whole life basically, you know, so far being at somebody else's mercy, doing somebody else's bidding, asking other people for, um, you know, what they should do or how they should do it. And I think that this time around, Fen is, at this point, especially towards the end when he decided to go to um, do the jailbreak, this was him. He was able to do it and he was able to make plans and he was able to like enact something and it was his decision. So for the first time in his life, even though he's still kind of doing things for Eclipse, he's doing them of his own volition. Yeah. And I think definitely. I'm going to mark Savior up because that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to mark Mundane down because shit got real weird. 
for sure. <laughs> Eclipse was right all along. <laughs> <laughs> so that puts my mundane at minus one and my savior at um, plus one. Hell yeah. That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Cape Chronicles is powered by Masks, A New Generation. Masks was written by Brendan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. Our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. Be sure to 